Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Friday, June 11th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's news and updates. First up, we're going to look at is our today's cryptocurrency prices by market cap. First off, we got at Bitcoin, number one, $36,210, down just 2% in the last day. At number two, Ethereum, $2,428, down 5.5%. At number three, we got Tether at $1, up 0.02%. At number four, we got Binance Coin, $347, and it's down 6.29%. At number five, we got Cardano at $1.51, and it's down 5.68%. At number six, Dogecoin at 32 cents, and it's down 5.44%. Rounding out at number seven, XRP at 85 cents, and it's down 4.66%. At number eight, we got USD coin at a dollar and just hovering at above 0.05%. And number nine, we got Polkadot at $22.52 down 7.13%. And last, we got Uniswap at $22.80, down 7.78%. So uh, let's take a look at uh, the top five picks for today. And we'll look at number one. And number one says, new survey. So millennial millionaires are investing big in crypto, new survey shows. The survey also recognized a generational divide in profit production from crypto. So let's take a look into it. So almost half of millennial millionaires have invested at least a quarter of their wealth in cryptocurrency, according to CNBC's Millionaire Survey published on Thursday. Among the 750 investors with more than $1 million US in available assets included in the survey, 47% of millennial millionaires currently have more than 25% of their funds circulating in cryptocurrency. As a blockchain-powered market continues to produce profit for its early backers. The survey also uncovered a major generational divide, reporting that older investors are much less likely to invest in crypto than younger millionaires. Across the board, 83% of American millionaires reported that they have not invested any of their wealth in crypto, and only 1 in 10 has more than 10% of their funds in the market. Additionally, none of the baby boomer millionaires surveyed reported more than 10% of their funds in cryptocurrency. The young investors jumped on it early when it was not as well known, said George Walper, president of Spectrum Group which led the Digital Millionaire Survey with CNBC to the outlet. The younger investors more intellectually engaged with the idea, even though it was new. Older investors and the boomers were largely saying, is this legit? Walper also noted that the wealth management industry could potentially move away from traditional investments and into crypto-focused strategies as more young investors become involved in the trade. So, yeah more than uh, more younger people are investing in crypto and still the boomers or older investors are still going to the traditional way of stocks and also bonds. Article number two we have is, 
seven golden rules for crushing your crypto investments. So buying crypto is risky if you don't use the right tools. These trusted crypto hacks are what you've been missing. Uh, let's take a look at the article. Investing in digital currencies, especially in the extremely hot coins, requires a bit of industry knowledge and a whole lot of DYOR-ing. Luckily, once you've mastered both, you can be on your way to making more thoughtful and potentially lucrative decisions in cryptocurrency investments. With the current crypto market cap, looking at an eye-popping $1.5 trillion and over 10,000 coins to choose from, more and more investors are adding digital currencies to their portfolios. As a result, the days of holding only the big two, Bitcoin and Ethereum, are quite frankly passé. In the hope that they'll strike gold by pulling the trigger on the newest trending altcoin, any coin that is not Bitcoin, many investors rush in chasing the pump. While I appreciate the new crypto investors are eager and sometimes overly confident, I do believe in being conservative. That is, until you know what you are doing and how you limit your losses. With this in mind, let's take a deep dive into the trusted hacks that measure any altcoin's stability. The seven crypto golden rules. Go to the DEX, decentralized exchange of your choice, and search for coins that have been on your radar. Keep all options open. Otherwise, you might, might miss out on some real gems. Don't follow the market. Follow the numbers. Then click on your selections, follow these steps, and compare each coin side by side as if your life rather than your wallet depends on it. And remember, don't chase the pump. So let's take a look at the seven different methods. Number one, research, 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 research. Be wary of the news and coins that are being shilled on Reddit as well as social media. When investigating a coin, see what kind of project it is supporting and if there is a good value behind it. In other words, is it just another meme coin or is it attached to something innovative? Even better, Join the coin's Telegram channel and see what people are generally saying about the coin itself. Two, volume. Click on the volume tab as your primary filter. The highest volume coins are moving the fastest at low opportunity costs. This reduces the chance of getting trapped in a pump and dump. Three, percentage change. Check out the moving average indicator line. If you see a sudden sharp drop from a coin's all-time high, you don't want to invest in it because this coin has already broken its upswing trend and you risk losing money. Four, if it's a solid uptrend, it's okay to buy high and sell higher, especially in a bull market. Five, market cap. Although not a brick dealer, it's nice to see that a coin has a high market cap. Higher the market cap, the more people have invested in a particular coin. Therefore, comparing all your coins here is always a good idea. Six, circling supply. If this is an infinite number, you're in trouble. This coin will go nowhere in value and fast. On the other hand, a healthy coin should have an excellent circulating supply in the multi-millions and beyond. Seven, TVL, total value locked. Simply put, TVL shows that there is enough money locked into a coin to initiate its actual launch. This is an actual funding pool that lenders deposit money into. 
It shows exactly how much risk has gone into a coin. In fact, I would worry if a coin's TVL was under $1 million for a new coin and under $300 million for an established coin. But again, the higher, the better. And that's pretty much it. Once you get the hang of things, you'll be able to invest like a crypto expert. Always remember to investigate and compare all options. Did coin number one not meet any of the seven rules? Run for the hills. Ask yourself if you really want to get in. Did coin number three check all the boxes? Great. Just remember to always research the heck out of each option. Make sure it serves a legitimate purpose and avoid falling for coins that promise to go to the moon. We all know what happened with that last one. So, yeah. Uh, right now, i just like to take a time just to say thank you to everyone that's been watching and anyone that's been subscribing. Um, this is relatively a new channel. So, again, thank you so much for the love and support. Please share, like, subscribe if you haven't done so. Uh, I'm still trying to grow this journey together. So hopefully I'll be doing daily crypto takes every day. And if you have any questions, uh, please comment down below and I'll try my best to answer them. So let's move on to article number three, Ethereum. So Ethereum to $1,000, you need to see these charts. So let's take a look. They say you should never trade drunk, and that is true. I recently, I have added to that idea by saying you should never invest or trade when you are ill. So here's an example of what you can end up thinking when you are sick. In my case, after right be beating up from the Pfizer vaccine, which I'm happy to say is simply worth suffering to avoid a go around with COVID, been there, done that, nearly bought the t-shirt. So here's the setup. First, let's get some vertical spun up. Here's a chart of Ethereum. You can see that Ethereum in 2018, it had a peak around $1,300, $1,400. And then it went down and it's been steady for around $400, $500. And then at 2021, at the beginning, it just started jumping up, 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 all the way close to above 4000 and the highest was basically around May, April, right? So a crash is 25% off, but for crypto, a 25% drop is nothing. A bubble crash is 75%. We have had a top to bottom crash of 50% already. So now let's get to Bitcoin in the picture for context. And you can play with all these charts yourself. So if you take a look at Bitcoin, we got Bitcoin versus Ethereum, right? And for now, we got ETH and Bitcoin charts relatively different. So here, what we can, you can match these trends how you like, but they do not look bullish. Now in my delirium, I see this, things going down and down. So for here, I admit that extreme, but it's not just 102 degree fever driving this. It's something I'm surprised to see in the data. So here projected around July, we're going to look at a downward spin to maybe around $1,000 or below. Ethereum transaction costs have dived. Hurrah, 
I can now do small transactions without being nailed by the cost. That's great, isn't it? Well, maybe. Transaction costs were tightly bound to the pr price of the Ethereum on the way up. Are they going to be decoupled now? Maybe. Transaction costs are a good signal of the utility of the system and the robust health of the ecosystem. High value for the coin comes from this utility, but if it goes into a tailspin, so does the price. To an extent, Ethereum transaction costs are a limiting case for the network, especially for the low-value transactions. But there are also a ratchet of value for high-value transactions. Ethereum transaction fees are back to January levels when Ethereum was $1,000 to $1,200 a coin. It's hard for me to let go of the transaction fee signal when it is so clearly telegraphed Ethereum's rise. So here, we can take a look at January. Mid-January 2021 was the last time ETH transaction fees were this low. But then in February, March, April, May, June, it just skyrocketed. Until the crypto bus has run its course, it seems an easy call to say the bottom is a lot, a lot, lot further down. Ethereum has a lot of catalysts ahead of it. With the miners getting fired, a deflationary model put in place, and the proof-of-stake system to be implemented, this is the land of unintended consequences, which to me is always bearish. On the bullish side, no one is hauling Ethereum into the limelight with wild claims, crazy hype, or bringing it to the attention of regulators as a threat to humanity. Even so, the crypto autumn is here, and the winter is coming, and the next leg down seems pretty close. As a sickly bear, this is a time to lie in wait. So basically, are you going to hibernate or are you going to run? Article number four is we're going to look at a geographic place, India. Just in India reportedly planning to classify Bitcoin as an asset class. So we got some news last time, yesterday, with El Salvador. Now we got India. The Indian government might soon give a clear direction on Bitcoin with the possibility of classifying the cryptocurrency as an asset class. The Securities and Exchange Board of India, SEBI, is reportedly planning to handle the regulatory aspect of cryptocurrencies once Bitcoin is classified as an asset class, sources close to the matter told New India Express. Previously, the state had hinted at a hostile stand towards cryptocurrencies while alluding to strict regulation of the sector. The sources add that the finance ministry is holding talks on regulation with leaders in the crypto industry. Consequently, the Indian parliament will have a cryptocurrency regulation bill that seeks to spell out new directions on handling cryptocurrencies. India will likely join other jurisdictions like El Salvador in defining the sector. Recently, the South American country officially considered Bitcoin as a currency. Some crypto analysts note that there is a minimal possibility India will consider Bitcoin as legal tender. In quotes, in my opinion, the Indian government will explore a way to regularize Bitcoin. I don't think India will consider accepting Bitcoin as legal tender in the near future because it will affect the position of the Indian rupee. Accepting Bitcoin as a legal tender is a good idea for those nations who don't have their own currency 
or are dependent on the US dollar, said Hitesh Mavivia, blockchain and crypto investment expert. Continuing, India's softening stand on Bitcoin and crypto. The biggest hint that the government might change its stance on cryptocurrencies came after the Reserve Bank of India, RBI, announced that the banks could not use its 2018 order. The order banned banks from dealing with cryptocurrency transactions. According to the RBI, the 2018 circular was invalidated from the date that the Supreme Court overruled the decision to ban banks from supporting crypto transactions. Furthermore, some, some leading crypto exchanges are monitoring the Indian market to set up a base. United States-based Kraken, Hong Kong's Bitfinex, and KuCoin are reportedly looking at the market. Analysts in the sector expect the Indian market to grow in the coming years. So yes, we can see India has now come into play and reportedly planning to classify Bitcoin as an asset class. Basically, this is game theory. We saw El Salvador, a bunch of other South American countries thinking about it, and now India. Who will be next? And to round out today's crypto take, topic number five, El Salvador. First, Bitcoin citizenship, now eco-crypto mining with volcano energy. The Central American nation continues to take the world by surprise. President Nayib Bukele has announced an eco-friendly alternative to mining Bitcoin using electricity, instead choosing one of its 20 active volcanoes to do the job. Yesterday, news broke out that El Salvador recognized Bitcoin as an official currency and that legal Salvadoran citizenship would be readily available for anyone who invested 3 BTC there. Today, the Central American uh, nation's president, Nayib Bukele, announced that he had big plans to mine, said Bitcoin, via volcanic energy, with the help of La Geo, a state-owned geothermal power company. This comes as a welcome move for those of us panicking about crypto's impact on the environment. According to a March report by Bank of America analysts, the global Bitcoin's industry overall CO2 emissions have risen to 60 million tons, which is equal to exhaust from about 9 million cars. In Nayib Bukele's Twitter account, he stated, I've just instructed the president of La GeoSV, our state-owned geothermal electric company, to put up a plan to offer facilities for Bitcoin mining with very cheap, 100% clean, 100% renewable, zero emissions energy from our volcanoes. This is going to evolve fast. Using energy from one of El Salvador's 20 active volcanoes to mine Bitcoin, however, is 100% clean and renewable. La Geo will harness this power in order to develop brand new, environmentally friendly Bitcoin mining facilities. Our engineers just informed me that they dug a new well, and that will provide approximately 95 milliwatts of 100% clean, zero emissions geothermal energy from our volcanoes, Bukele said via Twitter. This is an impressive move that puts the onus on other countries, such as the US and the UK, to incentivize greener cryptocurrency mining. That being said, we don't have volcanoes over here so we may need to dig a little bit deeper to find an alternative. 
keep an eye out for the development of solar-powered and wind energy crypto mining. But for now, it looks as though 2021 could be the year of BVE, big volcanic energy. So that sums it up. El Salvador, first Bitcoin citizenship, now equal crypto mining with volcanic energy. Uh, for today's daily, Dave's daily crypto take, we'll finish it off with an update to the cryptocurrency prices. So again, at number one, we got Bitcoin at $36,173. Number two, Ethereum at $2,450. At number three, Tether at a dollar. At number four, Binance Coin at $352. At number five, Cardano, we got at $1.53. Dogecoin at number six at 32 cents, XRP at number seven at 86 cents, and USD coin at number eight at a dollar. Number nine, Polkadot at $22.95, and rounding out at number 10, Unisop at $23.18. So that is it. Thanks again for tuning in to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. If you like this content, please like, subscribe, and share. All the love and support would be greatly appreciated. Um, again, I just want to say thank you so much. I know this is a new channel, so i just like to say thank you in advance. And let's try and go to the moon. And let's try to learn together on this journey. So that's it for today. I'll see you again tomorrow. Have a good one. Thanks so much.